Emma. And this is the Content Creators Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. And today we are going to be sharing three time management tips for content creators and influencers. And if you are looking for ways to manage your time better, this mini-sode is for you. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, how did you learn how to manage your time? So I've talked about this before, but I love the sleep chronotype quiz. And like, gosh, I can't remember his name. The The doctor person. Bruce something. Who like founded it. Yeah. Yeah, Like he created like he's like a sleep scientist or whatever. And he like did some studies on like what inherently your body is like prone to, I guess. Yeah. I remember like, oh my gosh, because we took this quiz. But essentially, right, like the sleep doctor kind of took like a general study of like a group of people and found that there's like four main categories that people fell into and and then depending on that category you have like different energy throughout the day and I yeah it's just really helpful it's really helpful like for me I'm a dolphin and so like that would like he just he made fun names for it (laughs) like Betsy just to make it easier to digest um he also has a book the power of when which I have I haven't started reading it yet but I really want to just to kind of learn more about it because I'm fascinated by this stuff but that's really like when I started to learn how to manage my time and what times of the day worked best for me to focus on deep tasks versus like high level easy tasks like for me I'm supposed to engage with easy to do and to do's in the morning and then like afternoon like some more in-depth tasks like it's a really cool like way that it kind of breaks it down and like for me it's like you can go to bed at midnight and then you're supposed to wake up at 6 30 and like that's totally me I like need to get better at waking up at 6 30 because like as of right now I'm like a seven but like still like it's like pretty spot on it's actually kind of crazy yeah I think for me I would I would say like learning how to manage my time actually really started in high school like just doing sports and then you know studying for tests like I feel like I've always been like I really do love school and so I thrive in that school environment where there's structure and schedules and so I would say high school is when I started to like learn how to manage my time but really it was like when I got to college when I definitely had to like own my time and like figure out when I was getting groceries and you know how much time I needed to like study for midterms like just like being thrown into that type of environment like pushed me to figure out how I needed to manage my time and like where I need to like allocate it and so I've always been a schedule based routine based person and so I think like naturally I was like okay I have to like figure out how to do this um but yeah that's I feel like my journey with like how to figure out how to manage it like started a lot earlier and just because again I'm routine based and so I was like okay what does my schedule look like yeah, no, you I mean, you're a very organized person, <laughs> especially when it comes to time management. Like I think you have to be to be a content creator 9 to 5 and go get your master's degree. Oh gosh. <laughs> at the same time, I feel like that takes a little bit of time management, <laughs> but just a little bit. Just a teeny tiny bit. Yeah. Anyways, from our experience today, we are going to be sharing those three time management tips for content creators and influencers, starting with tip number one, which is learn when you're most productive. So I really think the sleep chronotype really helped. If you're not like, I'm not really good at listening to my body. I'm just not. I'm really not like I I try really hard to like listen and like we'll walk through some questions that can actually be really valuable and helping figure that out. But the sleep chronotype quiz like kind of called attention to it and then 
now that I like knew like this is like what I'm likely prone to I kind of noticed throughout the day like when I tried that I just felt more energetic I felt more productive so those can be really useful tools to help kind of figure out like what your productive times of day might be but you can also ask yourself some of these questions to figure out like when your mental and physical energy levels are the highest so just think like throughout the day when do I feel the most awake when do I feel the most energy when do I feel the most lethargic when do I usually take my breaks for me I'm just like if I could take a midday nap every day, my life would be so much easier. <laughs> but it's fine. We can't do that. So it's fine. But like in the morning, like really starting off my day with some just like really easy to do's like makes me like kind of wake up and like feel like I'm being productive even when it's like not anything too tricky. Like it's a really great way for me to ease myself into the day. So I really love formatting it that way but yeah yeah that's important to know about yourself right and then that way right when you know when you're most productive you I feel like a lot of people feel so guilty when they're like oh I haven't accomplished this by this by the morning or I haven't finished this throughout the day and if you're a person who feels the most energy between 6 to 10 p.m at night I would say like lean into that and like hack it right you're like okay like this is when I'm gonna like focus on you know my biggest task and I can actually organize my day to do that. So for me personally, I feel most productive. I'm a lion, like sleep chronotype type. And so for me, I am most productive between 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And I have to do all my hard tasks at the beginning of the day. That's just how I've always worked. I can't do that. I don't like know how you do that. My, and so, but we know that about ourselves, yeah. right? And that's what's most important. So for me, I've currently training for a half marathon and so like twice a week I'll get up by like 6 30 I'm on the trail by 6 45 or 7 p.m and I'll run four or five miles I and will then, never be and able I, to understand <laughs> but everyone's different everyone's different but for me I feel incredible and then I'm like okay it's like 8 8 30 8 45 now I can take a quick shower eat breakfast and then like focus on the hard stuff. Those running days, I am so productive, you guys. I'm so <laughs> productive. I finish every I finish all the hard tasks by like 1 p.m. and I don't know. I but that's just how yeah, I've always works for you. worked. Even in college when with like a flexible schedule like in the business school like it was like 8.30 to like 10.20 and then 10.30 to 12.30 like classes were two hours and I would always do the 10.30 class so I could like get a full workout eat a full breakfast like finish homework if I needed to I just like love having like productive morning yeah no I mean seriously like it's it's uh, if you know that it works for you I I know for like I know when I stretch in the mornings I always feel way better throughout the day so that's something I've been trying to like implement and see for me that's like an easy to do in the yes. morning like if I was running no no way. Can't do that. Sorry. That's why I can't like work out in the mornings or do anything like too tough. Like bar and stuff is just like you listen to someone like telling you and like that was kind of tricky, but it did wake me up and it made me feel better. But I'm just like, I just need someone to tell me what to do and I'll do it. And that's my morning. Yeah. It's so important to just know that about yourself. So tip number to you guys, another time management for other creators and influencers out there is learn how to prioritize high value and low value task. So what is a high value task? So a high value task typically requires a lot of energy and 
effort. Time-intensive tasks typically can bring you closer to accomplishing your goals as a creator and can help impact your content, community, and growth. So high-value tasks can vary by creator and influencer, but for here are just a few examples of what a high-value task can look like. So it might look like filming a vlog for YouTube, editing a trip recap for YouTube or TikTok, writing a blog post for your blog or website, editing a podcast episode for your show, getting on a conference call with a potential brand partner to discuss details of a campaign. So how value task, again, it just varies by creator depending on what platform you're working on. But typically, again, it requires a lot of energy, effort, and focus. So just a quick tip for you guys, we actually recommend doing the high value task first. So depending on when you feel most energy that day, if you feel like you have the most energy right after lunchtime, do that high value task that you need to get done. If you feel the most energy at 8 a.m. or 9 9 a.m., right, then like making sure you just like prioritizing that in your day. Um, That way, like one, you'll feel better about like accomplishing that one thing. But at the same time, like you're doing it when you have the most energy. So um, if now that we've talked about high value tasks, we just want to quickly talk about what low value tasks looks like. So low value tasks can look like activities that don't require a ton of energy, but still require some level of effort. So low value tasks for content creators and influencers can look like responding to emails, cleaning out your inbox, responding to comments on TikTok, Um, or Instagram and scrolling on TikTok or Twitter on Instagram. And a quick tip for you guys about low value tasks. We actually recommend doing low value tasks or activities like answering emails, invoicing, researching trending sounds or audio on TikTok, or even responding to Instagram comments during low energy times. So if you find that you're kind of, you know what, you can actually do any like hard thinking or strategic thinking after lunch. But one thing you can do is you can at least like respond to a few comments. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's like a great way to do that. Then that way you don't feel like you have to do everything at the start of your day and you actually have space where you can complete your tasks depending on like where your energy is at. And any tasks that don't require a lot of brain power or high energy should be moved to the part of your day where you have the least amount of energy. And again, Looks different for everyone out there. When's your low energy? Oh, you guess yeah, mornings. Yeah, mine's the morning. I would say mine's probably like afternoon or evenings. I really so crazy. Str- I really struggle in the afternoons. I like need to like do something else, or I just need to do like kind of the low energy task. And a lot of the times, it's like okay, low energy for me. Like in the afternoon, just looks like scrolling on TikTok and finding sounds I want to use. And then that way, because it's just scrolling, I'm like, okay, this is like yeah. not going to require a lot. But like writing a blog post in the afternoon, that's like a lot of energy. I just get so much energy, like kind of like midday or late at night, just depending on how like that day has gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. But like, I normally just like can't stop thinking at night. So that's kind of like what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then tip number three is to lay out what your ideal workday would look like. I'm telling you guys, take this sleep chronotype quiz and just look up like once you figure out what your sleep chronotype is, look up like the Casper. Like I know it's a mattress website, so it's like kind of like an ad, but they actually did like a really good 
blog posts, like breaking down all of the different sleep chronotypes and like what your ideal schedule looks like. So I would say, look at that. Like that helped me lay out what my ideal workday would look like. You got to think about the intensive tasks, the low value tasks, the snack or the workout breaks and write that down either on a piece of paper, your planner, maybe like a digital calendar, calendar, calendar. Words are hard today. What your ideal workday would look like. And it's helpful to lay out your ideal workday because you actually get to visualize how you want to navigate your day. And if you realize that there are specific obstacles or non-negotiables that can't be moved in your schedule, you get to think about what solutions are going to make sense for your schedule. And again, you guys, like at the end of the day and like as you listen to these tips, right, it's all about owning your time. And so if you I mean, everyone has a list of responsibilities that they have to do for their work, for their side hustle, for their households, right? And so again, just like being aware when you're most productive, when you have the most energy, when you have the least energy, all of these things can, you can accomplish them, but just know that you get to own your time and you get to lay out what that looks like for you. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's mini-sode. If you're enjoying the Own Your Time series so far, let us know on Instagram stories, on the Facebook group, or on Twitter, wherever you're following us um, at the Content Creatives Podcast. And please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. And if we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Cray, and at the Content Creatives Podcast. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. It's a great episode. <laughs> Keep that in. Keep that in there. Keep it in there. It was a great episode. Woohoo!